Happy New Year. Today we're going to talk about why New Year's resolutions suck and what you can do about it. Today on the Peace Walker Podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker Podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here. You are on the Peace Walker Podcast. We are on episode number 80. It's a good round number. (laughs) We're in the year 2022. And uh, seems like we should be riding in hover cars and chasing cyborgs or something. But no, it's not the case. We're still running from viruses and trying to not burn the whole place down here. But um, today we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and why they suck. And really what can you do in place of them that will be more worth your time when it comes to your training and your defensive tactics and in your life as a protector. So speaking of all that stuff, now is a great time to start on this new journey as a peace walker. And to do that, aside from listening to this podcast or reading one of my blogs or any of that, you can get on my free home study course, which is sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out except for the dot, sixdaydefense.com. If you go to that site, you'll get free access to the basis and kind of the, the, the core curriculum of this entire path of a Peace Walker. And uh, it's six days of training, very easy 10-minute-a-day training sessions. There's two five-minute videos. One video goes over a physical tactic. The other video goes over a concept and mindset. And it will put you on the right direction to becoming a peace walker and learning how to protect yourself better, learning how to manage conflict more effectively. Um, you know, that thousand-mile journey begins with one step. And that, and you pressing that button and getting on to the 6 program is going to help you out on that journey as a protector. So when you register for that, you'll also get access to my almost daily emails and in your email or in your inbox rather you will get almost every day you'll get a a note from me a little story a little tip trick and tactic about this life of a protector and how to integrate it in your life as well and don't worry you're not on the hook forever you can unsubscribe anytime you want no muss no fuss But uh, my guess is you're not going to want to because there's a lot of good stuff in there. So get your journey going on the right foot in 2022 here. Just get on 6daydefense.com. All right. Enough of my shameless promotion. (coughs) Excuse me. Still trying to clear 2021 out of my throat here. But uh, here we are in 2022 and a lot of... A lot of folks out there during the new year go and have New Year's resolutions. Um, You know, you hear the the whole little adage of, you know, a new year, a new you. Well, as uh, 
Jocko said just recently, you know, there isn't a new you. There might be a new year, but there's not a new you. There's the old you. Now, if you want to forge a new you, it's going to take some work. And, you know, you'd love to candy coat it and all that, but really the only person that's going to be able to do that work is you. And you're not going to be able to do it through a New Year's resolution. But you are going to do it through the choices that you make and the habits that you create to create a new you, if that's what you're looking for. But in the meantime, you're kind of stuck with your old you. So how can you make you the best that you can? So what I like doing is I reflect on the previous year. You know, what did I accomplish? What did I set out to accomplish? What did I really accomplish? What did I like? What did I not like? What went well? What kind of didn't go well? Um, And I do this in my personal life and my business life and, you know, my training and, and all these personal development things and all that. And then I think of, okay, well, what do I want to accomplish for this next year? I don't just think year two. I think, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? Now, I know you don't really know exactly all the details, but I do know kind of what direction I want to be working in. You know, if you're thinking about changing careers, well, you're not just going to get up and move and change a career miraculously on its own. You may have to go back to school. You might have got a. You might have to go into an apprenticeship. You might have to do volunteer work or something in the field that you desire. Or if you keep doing the same things to get a certain result, you're. If you don't change the things that you're doing, you're not going to change the results you get. So think about those aspirations and those goals that you have, and then break them down into smaller chunks that are easily or more easily obtainable, right? If you want to get your black belt in Krav Maga, you first have to start class. (laughs) Not that a black belt in anything should be your goal, but if it is, if you haven't started class yet, how are you going to get to the coveted black belt? It ain't going to happen. Or, you know, if you're now a yellow belt, you're not going to skip from yellow to black. There's a lot of intermittent stages in between, and quite frankly, you can't control those things anyways. So you have to concentrate on things you can control. Take losing weight. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. Well, if you don't change your habits, you're not going to lose any weight. You're probably going to keep gaining. And you really can't control the weight on the scale. Right? You jump on that scale, you can't really control what it says. What you can control is what you consume, You know the, the types of food you consume, the quantities of foods you can consume, when you consume them, and so forth. And you can also control how much you exercise and train and are active. Those things you can control. You can control it's a decision every day how much you eat, what you eat, when you eat it. It's an active decision every day either to work out or to sit on your butt on the couch and watch TV. It's an active decision every day to develop 
healthier habits through the things that you can do, not just focus on the one goal that you really don't have control over the goal itself. You have control over the action steps that will get you to that goal. I utilize this a lot in my uh, sales days back in when, when I worked in corporate America. You know, I couldn't really determine my monthly sales goal. What I, I didn't have control over that so much. I mean, yeah, I could, I had some ability to increase it or decrease it depending on the trends and what my, you know, sales manager wanted and all that kind of stuff. But really, that number, I couldn't just wish it to be accomplished. And I didn't want to worry about it every single day. So what I did was I knew how many calls that I needed to make to get an appointment. I knew how many appointments I needed on average to get a chance to quote on a job. I knew due to my the averages that I established over the years, I knew I would get so many quotes awarded percentage-wise. I knew what my average order size was. So judging from the average order size, I and I knew how many quotes that I had to do to get one order. I know I knew how many meetings I had to have to get the quote and I knew how many phone calls or emails or letters I had to send to get the appointments. So I created a system. I didn't really create it. There was a guy, I think his name was Sean McCardle. I think was his name. Something like that. But he was a like a world Guinness Book of World's Record sales printing salesperson. Anyways, he had a whole system and I used it and it worked wonderfully. So I knew that I put out like five I made five phone calls a day, put out five emails, made five follow-up phone calls um, a day. That gave me um, about five appointments a week. Um, and then out of those appointments, I would do the follow-ups to them. I'd get you know the quotes made, and I'd do the follow-ups on the quotes. And then eventually at the end of the day, I knew pretty systematically what my sales would be. I also knew that if I wasn't doing those steps, that I wouldn't get the results. Now, yes, I had my, if you want to say, top 100 list, those 100 companies that I really wanted to get into because I thought, you know, they were a good fit for what I could do. But I also had a systematic approach for them too. Now... I'm going to wrap this up here a little bit. I'm going to bring it around for you regarding your training because you may not be a salesperson, so you may be thinking, or you may have tuned out already, I don't know. But you've got to be able to connect the dots. If you're a protector and a peace walker, you've got to be able to connect the dots. So how does this relate to your training? Well, if you know you want to get a certain level of proficiency in whatever it is you're doing, let's say Krav Maga, or let's say, you know, the defensive tactics classes that you're going to, 
you will need to train. So you can control how often and what you train in. I would recommend that you train every day. Now, you don't have to train every day for an hour or two hours and all that. But what you do is you pick one or two things that you want to work on. And I don't know, after you get done brushing your teeth, just go through them a second. So for instance, let's make it a little bit more specific. If you're a Peace Walker member and you're going through the 30-day conflict or 30-day conflict communications course, there is an exercise for you every day. Um, I want to say five or six days a week. Short, they are short little courses, short little lessons for you to do. However, stage one is you obviously you've got to be a member. Stage two is you actually have to do the assignments. So you log on, you make the commitment to do the assignments, and then you take the time to do the homework assignment, which in this case is something very small that you integrate in with your life every day. And you rinse and repeat through the whole course. It's a very simple approach. If you're coming to an academy like our academy and you're going, let's say, through the intro program, which we have another one starting in a couple weeks, you're probably not going to remember everything in class. And, but I'll guarantee you, you remember one or two things. So let's say you're going to class two days a week. Let's say you're going Wednesday and Saturday. So Saturday rolls around, you go through class. If you could make a commitment to train every single day, and then one other time during that week, train like a longer period, maybe a half an hour um, or an hour, at least like 20 minutes. So that when you get up on Sunday, maybe you decide, okay, Monday will be the day that you train a little bit longer on your own. So you have class at the academy on Wednesday, class at the academy on Saturday. You take, you let's say you committed to a half an hour on Monday to do training. And then every other day aside from that, you're going to take maybe one or two times during the day to train a couple things. So Saturday comes around, you go through the class, you remember one or two things. Sunday comes around. Um, let's say even Saturday night, you're getting ready to go to bed. You do one of those things, you know, 30 seconds or one minute before you go to bed. Then you go to bed. Sunday, you get up, you brush your teeth. You do one of the other things that you remember. Then you go about your day. Um, lunchtime comes before you eat lunch. You do another thing that you remember for 30 seconds. And then you go about your day. And then you're getting ready to, to go to bed. And before you jump in the sack, you take 30 seconds to a minute and you practice one other thing. Boom. Monday comes along and you do the same thing. You get up, you brush teeth, you do one or two things. At lunchtime, you decide on your, on your uh, lunch hour at work, you're going to take 20 minutes and train because you can. So you take the 20 minutes and you work all those things that you remember the best that you can. Let's say you can't do it on your lunch hour, so you choose to do it after you get home from work. So you get home from work, you change clothes, do whatever, get ready to 
do whatever you need to do in the evening time, make dinner or whatever, and you take 20 minutes, half an hour, and you practice all those things that you remember. And then Wednesday, you do, you do the same thing that you did on Sunday. You know, you take two or three times during the day for 30 seconds to a minute, and you practice one or two things that you remember. And then eventually Wednesday comes along and you go to regular class. And wow, you'd be amazed at how much more um, effective that you are in class. You're paying attention more because you're tuned in. Your body is starting to adapt. You're taking in things more easily because you've been practicing and you feel better about yourself. So you pick up more. You, you have learned more. And then now you remember more. So when you start your next, your next day of, of training on your own, it's easier to do. So that now that 30 seconds in a minute is more impactful because you, you remember a little bit more. You learn a little bit more. And then you do the same thing day after day. It's really quite simple. Those things you can, you can regulate yourself. You can manage that. You can choose those actions. And then what you really want to do is you do that long enough, it creates a habit. And then you start doing it all the time. And that's where you see the big, the big gains. So, so all right. I think that's enough for today. You get the idea. So the tip trick and the tactic is resolutions suck. However, reflect back on this last year on what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to do now and in the future, and what you don't want to do. And then you create a new action plan and you manage those things that you do have control over. Like if you're losing weight, you cannot control what the scale is going to say, but you can control what you shove in your mouth and how much you move around. So manage those things and put a schedule together based on the, the action steps of things that you do have control over. So there you have it. That is your tip, trick, and tactic of the day. Welcome to 2022, and I'm looking forward to spending some, uh, some more quality time with you, kind of navigating this idea of being a protector and a peace walker. And it, uh, a lot of it does have to do with the things you can do, <laughs> not the things you don't have control over. So there you go, gang. Thanks for joining me again. Remember, jump on my 6daydefense.com free home study course at sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. And you can get going as a peace walker for 2022. <laughs> See you on the next episode. Take care. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.